Aiden Kincaid pulled his jeep up in front of the dark house. Apparently, no one was home. Great, just great. His entire day had been from hell. Why should it suddenly change now at 9 p.m.? Sighing, he rubbed the back of his neck and wished he'd taken something earlier for his headache. With an inward groan, he put the jeep in gear and pulled into the far slot of the three-car garage set off several yards from the house. An older red jeep was parked in the space beside him. Maybe someone was home after all. He opened the door, grabbed his overnight bag and briefcase, and climbed out of the vehicle. Cold June air, carrying the smell of pine, whipped down off the Colorado Rockies. Aiden stood and stared at the giant log and stone house. Every window was dark, even though the other jeep sat in the garage. He should have stayed at the hotel. Shuffling his bags to one hand, he dug in his pocket for the key his friend had given him, in case the owner wasn't home, and walked up the front steps. Even though he was overseeing the opening of one of his family's hotels in this resort town, he didn't want to stay there. He liked to keep his staff on their toes, never knowing when he'd show up, and by staying someplace else, he could leave the office at the office, so to speak. Because of his quirk, he often rented houses in places such as this. If it were a large metropolitan area, he'd probably stay at another hotel, check out the competition, but as it was, there'd been little time to look around. Quinlan, his brother, was supposed to have handled this problem, but somehow Aiden had ended up seeing to it. He'd contacted Tim to find out where he could stay, or a place he could rent, and Tim said he'd set him up. His friend had come through in a matter of hours. Aiden had the rental as long as he needed it. One small catch. The owner of the house lived here also, though as he understood it, the woman would stay above the garage in the mother-in-law suite while she rented the house out. He looked back over his shoulder to the darkened cottage above the garage. Apparently, the owner wasn't there either. The deep porch was dark, no outer light shone down and welcome. Owners needed to brush up on their hospitality, he thought. Guests should always feel welcome. As he unlocked the door, he wondered why the alarm didn't sound. Tim had given him the code, but it looked like he wouldn't need it. The thing wasn't even on. The light pad was off, and not a sound registered. No shrill siren sounded, nothing. As the door shut softly behind him, he wondered who the hell would build a home like this, go to the trouble to install an alarm system, and then not even bother to turn it on. Maybe she was a retired lady, one who forgot things easily, and decided to stay here in this lovely climate instead of transplanting to Florida or Arizona or some such place. And why did he even care? Aiden shook his head. Sighing, he set his bags down on the hardwood floor. Hello, Ms. Black? No reason to give the little lady a heart attack in case she went to bed early or something. Silence blanketed the house. Guess it's just me. Aiden flipped the nearest switch, and the room flooded with soft light. The entryway was large and airy. Giant logs speared up from the floor level, straight through to the ceiling. No second story here. The decor went with the terrain, ranch, mountain motifs, southwest blends of colors and textures. He roamed the downstairs, noting the refrigerator and the top-of-the-line kitchen needed stocking, as it only contained some yogurt and juice. The bare shelves screamed for objects. With a glass of water in hand, he took some aspirin and finished checking out the rooms downstairs. The kitchen, dining room, and living room all basically ran into the other, one great room.
A cluttered office near the back of the house gave testament that someone at least lived here amongst the shelves and stacks of books and papers scattered all over the place. If the rest of the house didn't look so neat and tidy, he'd think someone had broken in and tossed the place. It was so disorganized, he wondered how anyone could find a single thing in the mess, though the computer sitting on the corner was dust-free. Upstairs, the hallway split off into more bedrooms and bathrooms, nice and roomy. The master suite was enough to make him smile. A large, four-poster, king-size bed sat in the middle of the room. Made of heavy, blonde logs, it demanded center attention. A red and blue quilt covered it. He saw clothes, black lingerie. He raised one brow, trailed out of one dresser drawer, and the closet stood open, jeans and shirts hanging haphazardly and piling on the floor amidst jumbled shoes. Did little old ladies wear black lingerie? Why hadn't he asked him more about it?